When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. For my friends. 77 WABC. Woke up on Saturday morning. And my right eye was like basically closed and really red and bloodshot. And it hurt. It looked terrible. I looked great Friday night. I mean, I looked great. Black suit, black button-down shirt, black socks, black shoes. Sleek, I must tell you. Sleek. Tan was working. But I think, uh, you know, I put a little makeup on on Friday night because I knew there'd be a spotlight and a big uh, shine on my head. And I think I got some of the makeup in my eye. And I've done that before, and once I was on uh, Fox News, and the girl went a little crazy with the makeup, and my eye had the same type of reaction. So Saturday morning, it was really bad, and then Sunday morning, it was worse, and I had that rally to go to. So Danielle and I went to, you know the city MD there, Lewis, on 116? Yep, gone there. And uh, the doctor there, whatever she is, uh, she's not really a doctor, I guess, she's a provider. (laughs) I know, she's probably a doctor. I don't know, bro. Either way, she was very nice and very good. She stuck a whole bunch of stuff in my eye. I mean, I don't know, all kinds of liquids and fluids. and But I'm supposed to get this um, this steroidal eye drop to make it completely go away. Of course you did. And the stupid bastards at the uh, city MD, because I went to the rally, and I figured I'd get it on the way back. They never called it in. Oh, that's... Yeah. They never called it in. So Oops. now this is day three of dealing with this. It's It's a lot better today than yesterday, but... Noticeable, right, Lou? Yeah, uh, yes, I could tell. You're I don't, either, don't say that. You're either flirting with everybody or I don't no. know what it is. But <laughs> it looks bad. It's the perils of being a superstar. It, it is. is. You're right. Makeup in your eye. I should have just said that one of these uh, wild ladies who would who just wouldn't take no to take a picture on Friday night uh, poked me in the eye. That sounds that's a better story, I think, no? no? Don't worry. By tomorrow, that'll be the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every Monday morning, he's the editor of the National Review, Political NBC, does it all. He's a great Monday morning guest, one of my good buddies, which Lowry. Which good Monday morning, how are you? Good, Sid. Steroidal eye drops are actually amazing. And my my uh, couple of years ago, my son just poked me, like, directly in the eye. I couldn't open my eye without feeling like I was getting stabbed. <laughs> And I went to the eye doctor, and they gave me those drops, and just like immediately went away. Right away, right? Yeah, I got to get those today for sure. Well, thank you for telling me that. <laughs> so yesterday morning, even with a uh, messed up eye, I was able to watch my friend Maria Bartiromo. I like her show on Sunday mornings, the five, the business futures, or whatever it's called. I don't know. And she had a couple of really good guests on, including Jared Kushner. I'll get to him later. But she started with Mike Johnson, and I think it was the first television interview for the brand-new Speaker of the House. That finally got done after 20-plus days, and I like him. 
I know the left hates his guts. He's way too conservative and another election denier, all that nonsense. But he does seem to be the type of guy that can unite this Republican Party. He said all the right things with Maria on television yesterday. What are your thoughts on the new speaker, Mike Johnson? Yeah, so far everything he said has been great. I mean, he's, uh, his his speech on the floor after he won the gavel was pitch perfect. He's smart. He's likable. You know, non-threatening. And Democrats kind of think, oh, we're going to run uh, run run against this guy in races around the country. It's never going to happen. I mean, they're going to have to say, hey, there's this to voters. There's this new Speaker of the House. You need to be really frightened of. And they're going to say, oh, 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 really? Uh, who is he? Mike Johnson. And then voters <laughs> are going to say, Mike Jackson. And they're going to say, no, 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 Mike Johnson. And they're going to voters are going to say, oh yeah, I went to school with that guy. You know, it, just, <laughs> it takes a lot of effort to make a Speaker radioactive. And this guy. Between the way his affect and his name, it's going to be real hard to do it against him. All right. Well, two guys finally dropped out last week. I know Nikki Haley keeps talking, and again, she took a shot at President Trump yesterday for, you know, he was criticizing BB Netanyahu. Hey, Nikki, baby, he's right. There's nobody more pro-Israel than me. I'm in the rain at a rally on Sunday where you're drinking tea in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. He's right. BB got he got destroyed in this. Hamas outsmarted Bibi. All Donald Trump did was tell the truth, Nikki. Stop it. And so it's about time you join Mike Pence, Larry Elder, and everybody else and get out of this. Talking about, <laughs> no, I'm serious, talking about Mike Johnson reuniting the Republican Party. It is time for Republicans to unite around Donald Trump. No one's coming close. No one is coming close. And as we approach November now, we got to stop with Iowa's a year away. It's not. Well, DeSantis is still getting killed. Haley is still getting killed. It is time they do what Pence and Elder is, drop out and reunite and support Donald Trump. Well, Nikki's not going to drop out. She thinks she's having a surge. And and sort of within the limited uh, metrics of the the also-ran candidates, she has had a surge. Yeah, she's had a surge. She's now tied. She's now tied. Yeah, she tied Ron DeSantis in Iowa. She's going to get her ass kicked in the primary. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. I mean, DeSantis and Haley aren't going to drop out, but everyone else seems as though it's completely hopeless, and there's not a lot of hope for DeSantis and Haley. But you know, we'll see. Sometimes there's a late late surge, but you would need two things to happen. You need like 15 to 20 percent of Trump's support to be fake, um, which is which is not necessarily likely, and then you need one of these these uh, DeSantis or Haley to surge and consolidate, and that doesn't necessarily seem likely either. Well, Donald Trump, uh, last I looked this morning, has now lengthened his lead over both the Republican candidates, and now he's leading in a lot of the polls over Joe Biden. I mean, it just seems like as the days go on, whatever Biden's yep. doing with Israel and, and the war and Mike Johnson, as the days go on, it looks like Donald Trump is getting more and more support, and maybe some of that rich are independents. Yeah, maybe. You know, there was a, a poll looking at this last night. I think it's the latest USA Today Suffolk poll. Trump leads Biden on who can best handle the economy, foreign affairs, and immigration, likely to be the three biggest issues in the election. So, um, you know, he'll have to overcome his, his personal unpopularity. His, his favorable ratings are terrible, but what he just, he'll need voters just to conclude, oh, we don't like you. You know, we don't like stuff you say, um, and we're not going to change our minds about that. But Things are better when you're a president. That's a plausible case. 
If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at gabolaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. All right, so Israel now going in hard as of this weekend. They're blowing out these tunnels. They're, whatever explosives they're using, the uh, ground is now becoming the top in Gaza. It seems pretty incredible, and there's a lot of force here, and they're not going to stop. They can ask for all the ceasefires they want, the squad, all these animals protesting all over the city and in college campuses all across the country, but it does not look like Israel cares. I'm happy about that. They are going to do what they need to do and what they should do. You agree with that, yes? Yes, I do. It's amazing, though. I mean, we've talked about this since the attack. Just the, the discourse is totally flipped. It is all about Israel needs to show restraint. White House briefing last week, there's one day I was watching, I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday, all the questions were about whether Israel is abiding by the laws of war. Sunday shows that they're talking about that, you know, and the, the administration is talking about that. But they're, they're dead set on going in. I mean, this is an attack that, that really um, cut at the very purpose of Israel. You know, it was founded for a safe space for Jews where they wouldn't suffer pogroms anymore, and there's this massive pogrom on Israeli soil. So Israeli society, society is just not going to tolerate it, and um, they're going to go in and wipe out Hamas. Uh, they should. It's going to be a, a tough, hard fight. And there's a big question mark what comes afterwards because no one wants to govern Gaza, but I agree with you. They're not going to stop, and they shouldn't. I was um, almost taken aback, although I wholeheartedly agree with a comment that Jared Kushner, Donald Trump's son-in-law, made with Maria Bartiromo on Fox News, talking about how Israel should not push back and how you just talked about how Israel became the bad guy very, very, very quickly. We knew it was going to happen. We knew it. But it happened even quicker than we thought. Once again, these Palestinian rallies in New York, they get upwards of three to 5,000 people. I go to pro-Israeli rallies. They're lucky to get 100. It's just mm-hmm. unbelievable the amount of support these animals are getting all over the world. And the college campus has become really pathetic here in the United States. Listen to what Jared Kushner said with Maria Bartiromo yesterday, which Lowry, and remark after that. Jared Kushner-Lewis, cut number 16. It was a very interesting time to be over there, and I've been there many times before. Uh, one of the ironies is that uh, as an American Jew, you're safer in Saudi Arabia right now than you are on a college campus like Columbia University. How about that, Jared Kushner? You're, as a Jew, you're safer in Saudi Arabia than New York City, Columbia University. And he's right, and that's sad. That's a, that's a stunning and really powerful way to put it. I, I have um, Jewish colleagues who say, you know, they, they now kind of wonder, should I be an openly practicing Jew in the United States of America? Is it too safe, uh, too unsafe? I have a, a friend went down to Florida two years ago. I was chatting with him, and he said, I, I got a gun, and I, I take it to synagogue. I was like, what? Why? He's like, the rabbi asked me to. You know, and that's before this, uh, uh, this frothing anti-Israel sentiment came to the, the surface the last couple of weeks. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a really powerful way to put it. You know, you talk about taking a gun to uh, shul, and guns again became the topic of discussion last week because, unfortunately, innocent people ended up dead at the hands of a crazy man. Now, we had a gun. We know that. But he was a crazy man. 
And he was going to kill people no matter what. Whether he got a gun legally, illegally, it didn't matter. And we do the same thing, not we, but they. They do the same thing every time. You have innocent victims. Rigor mortis hasn't even set in yet. They're still laying on the floor, some of these people, especially the dead kids in Texas last year, but the latest shooting in Maine. And they're yelling and screaming on Joe and Mika about gun control. And it's just sickening. A crazy guy went out and killed people. That's the answer right there. Yeah, so a whole bunch of these cases, they are mentally disturbed, uh, mentally ill people who don't, aren't, aren't on their meds. And this guy was involuntarily confined, so we still need to learn more. How, how was he able to get a gun? I mean, he shouldn't be able to get a gun in that circumstance. But this is a nexus. Not, by the way, not, 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 not just get a gun. He was a firearms trainer, and according yeah. to most, second in his class, he was great. Yeah, it's, um, th- this is a nexus we need to worry about. It's just how, how do we stop these kind of people from from getting guns but you know i don't know there's 300 million guns in america you can ban them tomorrow and still people still have access to guns of course. so the so gun control is a complete complete dead end complete nonsense so on the way out last thing biden how do you think he's doing so far you know he um he made that speech to the nation a couple of weeks ago and i was furious because of two things he talked again about a two-state solution is it not obvious at this point that can't happen I know there are there are a couple of nice Palestinian people. I'm going to sound like Trump now, but um, you know these kids are being taught in the second grade to hate and kill Jews. And when they're bringing back the hostages through Gaza, there were civilians in the streets handing out candy and dancing and punching yep. some of the Jewish people on motorbikes. Yep. So don't give me the innocent Palestinian stuff. I don't want to hear it. And then he talked about, well, it does look like Iran was involved. So let me ask you, if Iran was involved. And you're the one who loosened the sanctions. You're the one who never added one more restriction. You're the one that's allowed them to go from poor to rich. You're the one that gave them $6 billion a couple of weeks ago. If you admit they're involved, are you not somewhat complicit? Yeah. No, that's a great, that's a great question. And this is the, the biggest failure of their policy. You know, they're sliding back into the conventional Israel's got to show restraint thing, which you kind of expected. But the biggest failure is Iran. You know, they, they are the ultimate puppet master here. They're the ultimate source of it. They're attacking America. They attacked Americans on October 7th because they supported this uh, horrific attack. But then they've been rocketing our bases. And, you know, we do this little pinprick in response. You need to reestablish deterrent authority over Iran by sinking their navy, by taking out a bunch of oil refineries, taking out a nuclear facility, something that sends a big Message, you know, Trump did that with what was was a pinprick attack, taking out Soleimani. But that that was like so personal and so harsh and, and just so shocking. That was enough to send a message and establish deterrence. But we no longer have it. Yeah, you're right. We no longer have it. As always, Rich Lowry, an amazing Monday performance. I love you, pal. Have yourself a great week. Right. Be safe. You too. Good luck with your eye. <laughs> Thank you, Rich Lowry, the editor of the National Review.